Hello everyone, welcome back to episode or week 36 of Ambush. As always, I've got Will with me. Will, how are you going this week? I'm doing pretty good. That's pretty good. You didn't win Store Champs this weekend. Oh, I didn't win a Store Champs this weekend and my computer has been having issues. So, you know, we may run into technical difficulties during the podcast, but apart from both of those things, I'm doing good. That's pretty, pretty good. All right, let's uh, jump straight into it. Uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, some of the new spoilers that appeared uh, during the weekend at Nova. Uh, we're going to talk about the top four decks at Nova as well, and then we're just going to look at our local medicine before uh, our second to last store champs in Sydney this weekend. Uh, so let's jump straight into it. Uh, spoilers. Um we're going to look at Jin and Jin's Blaster first. So let me just bring that up. Oops, I've just gone out of it there. Jin looks fantastic. Jin looks like... I, I can't decide which sort of character she is. Is she an aggro character? Is she a mill character? Is she a mid-range mill aggro character? <laughs> well, after playing Cassian Yoda and playing the sort of mill aggro hybrid where you have the ability to mill someone incredibly quickly or do a whole bunch of damage or both, I am really excited to play Jin in a damage deck. Like Jin Cassian or if a better 14-point partner comes out, which I think is unlikely, but Jin Cassian damage is something I'm going to build right away. Yeah, so let's have a look at Jin's stats. So she's a 12 health... Uh, unique character for 1316, 2 range, 2 range, plus 2 range, 1 discard, 1 discard, uh, character title leader, so uh, we're continuing this trend where we're seeing all these characters have uh, unique titles, which I'm assuming in the next block are going to have some relevance. Um, her ability is, after you activate this character, you may look at the top 3 cards of an opponent's deck and rearrange them in any order you may discard the top card of that deck. And is also legendary status, which is not yes. surprising. <laughs> yeah, so if you like think about that ability, um, I'm sure there's a few people out there that are just like, oh, activate mill one, that's you know, that's much like that's much of a muchness of abilities we've seen before. Like Riken can mill uh two or three, um Yoda has mill sides, Gassian has mill sides, like Mill isn't that strong, right? Um, I think the real hidden value here is that you activate, you look at the top three, you can rearrange, and then you can mill. So you get the best of three cards that you can just be like, oh, my opponent won't definitely won't get the Ancient out of the three weapons I found mm. or the removal piece out of the three pieces I looked at. Mm. Like, the targeted mill is much stronger than... Mm. And like if you if you're thinking oh no it won't make that much of a difference, um, I guess just wait until it comes out and see how powerful it is, and like yeah. get your opponents to look at, like after they've played it against you, maybe after the game, ask them if they saw any crazy strong cards, which they inevitably will. The the way I see it is she's like a hero thrawn. Yeah, yeah, that's a. But you're just getting comparison. that knowledge of the next round. Yeah. This also turns on stuff like 
are really good friends if you see multiple events that you need to get rid of then next turn you can friends with a bit more information you'd probably want scruffy instead yeah scruffy gin plus scruffy sounds pretty pretty good you'd probably just play both right yeah you probably would just play both the the only downside that gin has is that she's got no money side she's got no money side and that plus ranged is making me hot nervous yeah, it, like the no money side for like so if you play a Cassian red deck, it's already strapped for resources. Like you have to add in a lot of money events, and you have to hope that you at least roll one resource on like, Cassian. On Cassian, or if you're playing like Poe or Finn yeah. or Rex or whatever with Cassian you're looking to at least roll one resource so you can resolve that resource. So you can yeah. go into the next round with three to four resources. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to become a problem with Jin because you're losing that resource ramp slightly. Mm-hmm. I feel like, hopefully, the hand control, the natural mill, and the damage from Cassian or the mill from Cassian will outweigh the problem. But I guess we'll see. Mm. I mean, the good thing about Cassian and Jin is that you just have to drop one upgrade on each of them, and with those six die, you can do some damage. Yeah. Like and it's like the Cassian effect, right? Just, yeah. Yeah. You only need like half the upgrades you do in a regular deck because Cassian's dice become threes and twos yeah. rather than ones and yeah. twos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Jin's Blaster. Um, so it's a three-cost unique weapon upgrade, has redeploy. Uh, its stats are two range, plus three range, three indirect, uh, one discard, one shield, blank, and after you activate attach character, you may re-roll this die or discard the top card of a deck. If this upgrade is on Jin Urso, re-roll any number of her character die. Yeah, I thought it looked good initially, and I've just seen the redeploy now, so I'm pleased. Mm. I think it's going to be good. Like, I'm really liking these. I'm really liking these unique weapons. Like when Obi Wan's lightsaber first came out, I was a little bit like, uh, or Maul saber, and you've just got like these, these weapons that you can only play one of like at at any given time but now i've come around to the fact that you just play one of the uniques and if you hit it bonus if you don't well you're going to draw it at some stage um the only exception to that i've been finding is rex's blaster in a rex deck you really want two of those yeah definitely but this this ability on this gun on Jin. It just adds so much consistency to these red yellow Cassian decks that are very very role dependent yeah it goes it goes back to things like uh back in the day people thought riot batten was incredible right um because it had that natural re-roll um and 50 percent damage side so you know you'd roll it yeah. in if you miss you should re-roll it and statistically you should hit damage but then all these cool tech cards like Maul Saber that you can resolve twice potentially and mm. um I don't know, trying to think of other 
other crazy examples of cards that have come out recently, like Snoke. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, those old sort of, like, just good consistency abilities, like Riot Batten, um, have just been a little bit lost on the new meta. And I think there's still a really good place for them. Like, even uh, Rex and Clone Troopers makes good use of it and is still relevant. Just getting, like, rerolls on some of your character dice some of the time is really, really beneficial. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that Rex Clone Troopers deck hasn't been doing better in the meta. Like, the consistency that you get from that deck is is insane. I guess it just gets outpaced. Yeah. But and, and that's, that's exactly sad. That's exactly it. And it's it's that normal red problem where it struggles to make money you need Which yellow is... with it to make money yeah so people run that maz version as well yeah. but yeah i think the blaster will be really good the red yellow heroes like heroes have less redeploy than villains um and just getting another redeploy that's really good if you play it on gin mm. initially and then really good if it redeploys to Jin. like i yep. really don't like the captain phasma's blaster that only has redeploy if it's on phasma like i think mm. that was really mm. dumb um but, but yeah this looks really good and, i'm really and you happy know what? that it has redeploy and you know what three costs for an upgrade nowadays isn't a huge deal no way and it DH used to be rotates soon yeah it used to be a big <laughs> deal but it's 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 not really anymore got so many different ways to ramp now that paying three for a blast around one isn't out of the question yeah it actually seems um maybe when the overwrite nerf came out like overriding only once per turn um i thought oh you know that's kind of dumb and i was kind of unreserved in my uh dislike of that that change to the game rules but it kind of makes sense uh now particularly seeing how many good three cost upgrades there are and how mm. available it is to get two two-cost upgrades down turn one, ramping yeah. those into two threes by overriding both for one resource in turn two would be nuts. Mm. So I'm glad that they made that change. Yep. I will definitely probably be trying to get my hands on two gins and a gin blaster anyway in the next set because uh, I think she's going to be pretty good yeah i really just want to play another deck that can do like the hybrid mill and damage i think it's just such a fun way to play the game and it makes mill a lot more sort of the game and it makes mill a lot more sort of the right way to play the game but i think playing it as a really progressive mill that also does damage makes it feel very thematic for mm. me well, FFG, you definitely get points on Synergy for Jin and Cassian. All right, uh, so the final card we're going to talk about, uh, which I think is the one that has got a lot of people excited for just a common card, uh, is Improvised Defense. Um, I kind of looked over this card and went, oh, yeah, cool. And then I, when I looked back over the spoilers a second time, I went, this card is actually bonkers. <laughs> Yeah, this card looks fantastic. <laughs> um, so it's a one cost called Improvised Defense. It's a neutral yellow. Had to be neutral. Support. After a die is turned, you may discard the support from play to remove that die. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> like, So it's like Suppressive Fire for yellow, which is 
it, so it interrupts the queue. Um, so let's just say Yoda's special chaining for days or Snoke's like focus doing his one focus into a two focus. You just go, okay, improvise defense, get rid of that two focus on a Snoke because he's just turned that. Like, this is going to be a standard card. Like, it's okay. I shouldn't say it should be an, an, an auto include, it will be meta dependent. But at the start of the meta, I actually think this will be an auto-include. I think it'll be an auto-include until something else is printed that is, you know, also really good. Mm. Or if the meta entirely shifts away from focus and specials. But, like, it hits focus, it hits specials, yeah, and it hits certain cards as well. Like, yeah. Begule, if you have improvised defense on your side of the oh, field... I didn't even think of that. ...and you play Begule, then you re-roll a dice you turn a dice which you then remove and then you remove another dice i didn't even like, think of it that. hits so many things if your opponent plays like a concentrate you're just like oh no no i'll remove one of those ob3s and you just basically create a docking bay battlefield deck and you just keep cycling through honor guard suppressive fire improvised defense like yeah. regardless like and you've just you could just run those six mitigation cards plus docking bay and just not run anything else (laughs) through them yeah yep that would be fun yeah so i'm pretty i'm pretty excited for that card actually it's it's really really good oh also with new dooku oh yeah if you're playing a melee mirror and you're blanking one of their melees you're just like nah removed oh uh, it's, it's really, really good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, let's quickly touch on Nova for a couple of minutes. So uh, I don't know if uh, anyone kept up with it, but basically it was the Snoke show Yeah. at Nova um, with a thousand Dooku making the top four as well. Yeah. Didn't he make top two? No. No, he, he top four. Yeah, he yeah. got knocked out in top four. Um, by the Snoke. Well, basically, he got knocked out by his own creation. <laughs> it was Nick Quinker yeah. from the Hyperloops who came up with the Elite Snoke Afro Battle Droid deck, and then he took Dooku Talzin, uh and got top four with it, and he got knocked out by his own creation, um, <laughs> which is kind of his own creation, um, <laughs> which is kind of, kind of ironic. But Talzin to top four, it was probably a very good medical. Yeah, he actually wrote an article about it like a week beforehand, right? Yeah. And was like, oh, this looks like a really good hand, right? And was like, oh, this looks like a really good deck. I might play this. And then he did. Um, and then he's just released an article overnight about his uh, Nova experience and Dooku Tales. And just as a side note, is the guy who played Count Dooku dead? Did he die? Sorry, you dropped out for a minute. Oh, sorry. Did... Um, the guy who played Dooku uh, passed away. Oh, uh, I didn't hear that. Um... Oh, it's just he's got all this rest in peace, Christopher Lee. Maybe he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that, and he did. Yeah. I think. I didn't realise that. He didn't even look that old. <laughs> yeah, date of death, 7th of June, 2015. Look at that. Wow, he actually looked really, really bad in that last photo respectfully <laughs> congestive heart failure mm. yeah okay yeah, anyway moving on that, 
that was a side point. Um, but he was running stuff in that, like, he was running two force waves, two deflects, two all-ins, and two unyielding. So he was just bursting damage. And with all the shields and force illusions, like, unyielding just cuts through those. Yeah, was he running two unyielding? Yep, two of each. Oh, nice. So I looked at... After... Yeah, I put unyieldings in that deck. And I was like, I bet you he was. But I didn't know his list. Mm. I'm glad I was right. It's an obvious choice. So he was... Mitigation-wise, he was running two deflects, two an- feel your angers, one isolation, two... Yeah, he still had a bit of mitigation in there. Like, it actually looks like a super solid deck. That Two if... deflects is super brave, I think. Yeah. He said it did work for him all day. Yeah, I guess in the Snoke vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and then he was running the Rift Valley, where... Uh, you reveal a card, and if, and it's, if it's cost, odd, you deal one. No, or you, you remo- remove a damage. You remove, you remove a less. die, showing yep. two or less. So he's it's stacked with mitigation. You've got the the auto focus with Talzin and Dooku. Like it's probably just super consistent. Uh, mm. And as I experienced playing Paul one day, when you get double force speed on Talzin round one you are not winning that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Talzin's gross. Yeah. So, yeah. Legacies? Uh, yeah, so she's around yeah. for another block still. Oh, great. Um, so happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, let's not go into that again. Um, Talzin versus Ayla. Um, so... Uh, so that was pretty good, but obviously the top two decks were Snoke, Aphra, Battle Droid, and it was it was a hundred percent card for card mirror match because they were yeah. these were two guys who'd worked on the deck together, built the deck together, built yeah. the deck together, and basically ended up facing off each other. Um, I don't know. To me, it just seems really boring. <laughs> What's your take on it? Um, so I played pretty much this exact deck uh three weeks ago and then i switched to the bazine version of snoke with way more vehicles and i thought that was way more fun um i liked the idea of drawing cards with afra and playing like an almost entirely like a removal suite that almost entirely cycles itself when you play it early game. Mm -hmm. Like you play crash landing and you get to draw another card. And so often, like I would play crash landing and I would draw a by any means, or I would play crash landing and I would draw a crash landing or I would play something else and draw another removal piece. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, this is fantastic. This feels amazing, but it wasn't enough for me. I wanted vehicles so I'm now playing a hybrid of the like vehicles from the Snoke version and mm-hmm. the droids from the Afro version. And I think that is way more fun. I don't know if it's better, but it does more stuff. Mm-hmm. And drawing cards with Afra is just fantastic. It's yeah. like probably, I would say, one of the most uh, game-breaking effects at the moment. Mm-hmm is being able to draw like i often will draw like 15 cards out of my deck Mm. like five cards and then probably three more so 18 Mm. cards by the end of round Mm. two 
Yes. And that that is game breaking. Mm. It's not yeah. like consistency. It's not winning games, but it is not playing the way playing the game the way it was mm. meant to be played, sort of thing. Yeah. Like I think I actually think Ephra is like a very fair character that's just very good. Yeah. She's definitely um, not like broken. Yeah. She's yeah. just like stupidly fun and stupidly yeah. like interesting to play. Like she's only got ten ten health. Um Yeah, she you know, dies. She's, she's got she's got the two does she have two pay sides on her? Or is it just the one for the it's two just range? The one pay side for the two range, but then so she's got a what, she's got She's got a one, a two, two for a dollar. Yeah. A two, two shield shields. side. Two shield yeah. side is really nice. It's actually yeah. probably one of her best sides. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting though. Like it, it does start up the debate. Like is, is Snoke too powerful? Uh, is mm. Yoda too powerful? And does something need to be done? I know we've touched on it for the last two weeks. Um, the interesting thing was I was reading on the Discord this morning and no disrespect to the two players that got to the finals. They'd done a lot better than I would have done uh, at Nova. <laughs> um, but one of them was uh, was saying that he thinks Snoke and Yoda are fine where they are. Um, whether that's a biased opinion or not is a different story. Um, but mm. it's interesting that players at the top tables think that this is fine and then he continued his comment with Mill still needs to be touched and that needs to happen in the form of Cassian getting adjusted <laughs> so uh, like what two weeks ago we said if you're okay with one you can't be okay with the other like yeah. they, they exist on the same spectrum yeah now that was after we saw one major event where snoke and yoda did equally well we've now mm. had three more premier level events with around 100 players or more mm. where snoke has dominated so we had mm. we've had four premier level events right we've had gen yep. con uh US Nats, German Nats, and now Nova, right? So four mm. premier events, one where Yoda and Snoke did equally well, and then yeah. three where Snoke did incredibly well. Yeah. Maybe you can be okay with Yoda and not okay with Snoke. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Like, not based on how they're printed or how they themselves are, like, as a individual card, but obviously... Snoke is doing better than Yoda at yeah. the moment. Snoke, as I said before last week, Snoke is far too efficient at what he does. Um, and that's... He takes the RNG out of an RNG game. Mm. Because yeah. he's, got, he's got his focus size. Focus. Yeah. He's got his focus Snoke size. Is... And he breaks the rules of the game by like, well, generally you should be operating on two resources around... Well, if you got Snoke, you get four, five per round. Or six. Or six. Like, yeah. it's... And if you if you can't equally match that ramp or find some way to get around that, you are going to probably lose that game. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it is just ridiculous. And you can't... And where I say you can't touch one without touching the other is because if you just touch Snoke, you're just going to have Yoda all these Yoda break. decks come back up again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, 
and it's uh, and I'm still a firm believer that it's limiting, like deck design. Yeah. yeah. So because you can't print stuff that will go too well with Snoke, or it'll just mm. break. Yeah. Um, but we've already talked about that plenty, and yeah. we probably sound like broken down records now. Um, but yeah, so Snoke is dominating at the moment. Um, there's a few more nationals over in Europe before, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, before across the galaxy. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if one, there is a balance of the force beforehand. I My guess is that there probably isn't. I think it's this is the way it's going to be um, until across the galaxy. And we'll see if anyone can break the meta before then. I think if there is a balance of the force, it'll be very similar to what happened with um, Ayla, and it'll be like a future-proofing. It'll be, you just play with Ayla until the next set, and Mm. then a week before the next set, Snoke will get nerfed. Yeah. Just a little bit, so that when whatever they've printed in Across the Galaxy comes out, there isn't just like, yeah, like Snoke Thrawn with the TIE Fighters just doesn't happen. Mm. I'll be incredibly disappointed if that happens, but, you know, it probably shouldn't because that deck will be busted. Yeah, but you still get the one Snoke die. Like, effectively, Snoke's ability is another die. Ability is another die. Yeah. Yeah. Side on a Thrawn, you're effectively saying, well, Snoke's got a two-resource side. Like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a two-resource side for a die. So, I, I actually... Yeah, I don't think it's super limits... And a damage. Um, I don't think it's super limits Snoke, but it just you just don't get the consistency of that second die. And yeah, if it's a one-point buff, as we suspect, then that'll just mean you'd run it with, like, single Snoke dice, double Thrawn, and then profitable mm. connections, right? Mm. So you yeah. get an extra starting resource anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's right. let's let's figure that out. Um, let's figure that out when it actually happens. Um, all yeah. right, let's move on to our final section. So, uh, you went to a store champs on Saturday at Game Traders in Penrith. Yeah. Do you want to give us a quick overview of that? Obviously, our uh, main man Jacob uh, won that event uh, with Plo Padawan Padawans, and also. I think the week before, I forgot to mention that Blake had won the second Perth Store Champs as well. So that is a total of what, five or six wins for our team? Yeah. At Store Champs? Yeah. Five? You, Jacob twice, Blake twice. Yeah, five. Mm hmm. So we've still got two more to go. Uh, let's see if we can crush the final two. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm like apprehensive, but really hoping to do well this weekend. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the Game Traders Store Champ uh, at Penrith, Jacob won with Flow Padawans, and I didn't really actually have a chance to talk to him too much about the deck, but I do remember key things that he said. So he's playing a, uh, he's playing a Power of the Force uh, style deck. So it has two of Power of the Force, and it tries to ramp into enough blue upgrades and force speed to try and do the sort of um, force speed, power of the force on a focus, focus all your dice to side showing damage with like a five focus or something, and then just blitz your opponent with 15 melee damage, Mm. which I think is a fantastic game plan. And the deck has 
a lot of uh like survivability and attrition as well like you just get so many redeploy weapons down um you take a lot of shields from double caution and he also runs steadfast mm. which i think is nice i think you're thinking of cutting down to one um but he thinks it's a pretty good cut um, i think that's pretty solid round one because with with that particular deck you want to play out your whole hand you don't you're not really you discarding, discarding anything yeah so you're 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 more than likely going to pull off that four damage swing yeah which is huge mm. uh and then the one thing that he did say was he was playing shodos on the day and he came away for a bit even with the win and he was like vibros are better than shodos they synergize less but it's just too important to have the unblockable damage. Mm. Um, so if you're playing a Plo Padawan's deck and you're running that Power of the Force package, don't be afraid to cut those Shodos for Vibros. Um, mm. Jacob, Jacob approved message. They are just too good. I, th I think in my version, I'm playing two Vibros, one Shodo. Yeah. But I... I'm not playing Power of the Force either. I played Shodos when I played mine and... I loved being able to get like double Shoto turn one by just playing a Shoto for free and then playing another Shoto mm. uh, on like paying its full cost, which is not the right way to play the deck, but mm. I had fun with it. Mm. Um, and then at that event, we had Dom um, coming second with uh, Yoda, Cassian, Anakin, Mill, I think. Mm -hmm. Um so he was backing that up from his uh, second place the week before as well, and he got another second place, so good on him. Consistent I, deck. I thought Dom played um, uh, Luke Cassian. Oh, no, he did. He did play Luke Cassian. Mm. I am wrong. I am wrong. He played Luke Cassian. Um, but still playing Cassian, so backing that up two weeks in a row, second places with Cassian. Mm -hmm. uh, then we had Ben... Um, coming in at third and I think I heard Ben talking about it last night uh, or the night before sorry at locals and he was a bit surprised to have come third he was like oh yeah like I was really happy but you know like maybe he didn't expect it and I think he definitely should have because he's a really good player mm -hmm. um, I cannot remember what he was playing I'm pretty sure he was playing mill again the layer the layer mill no I think I thought he was playing Yoda Cassian Yoda, Cassian, Anakin. Uh, Anakin, Mill. But yeah, Ben's a fantastic player, and he's always got a really sort of... Um, a really sort of fresh take on the game, I find. Whenever I play against him, I, I always think, like, man, I, I learned something new, or I thought about a card differently. So congrats to Ben for taking out third place. And then we had Simon coming in at fourth. And I've also forgotten what Simon was playing because mm. I'm the worst. Um, I even played against him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Simon was really looking forward to getting that mat as well. So congrats to Simon for coming. It is a nice mat, I have to admit. I do like I the like mat. not having the black bars. I always say that about uh, the mats. Okay, yeah. The black bars at the top and the bottom just ruin yep. the mats. Yeah. And... And also, like I said, congrats Simon a bunch of times for getting his fourth place and getting a handle on that mat. But Simon also did say to me this week, he said to me, you know, Will, when I see your podcast go up and it's uh, 40 minutes or longer, I just I just don't listen to it. So, 
Screw you, Simon. <laughs> but you won't hear it anyway, so it's fine. Just play it on one point one point five times speed, and yeah, you'll make, get the, make, make it like thirty minutes long. Then it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, we should probably wrap up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, did you want to just touch a quick um, what the meta might look like this weekend at Epping? Um, I think Snoke will be prevalent because at least two people are playing it. Um, there'll be a Kylo Price there. There'll be a Poe two Cassian there, or maybe two. I think you have to come in with a game plan for beating Snoke. It's probably the smart mm. money. You either have to yep. be playing Snoke or beating Snoke to win. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like it's a pretty pretty fair assessment of uh, of what will probably go on this yeah. weekend. Um, Sometimes I feel like I say nothing on a podcast because I'm just like, oh, you should do this or do mm. this, but I'm basing that purely on how well Snoke is doing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I still uh, I'm on the fence about what I'm playing. I'll probably build something Saturday night. And just going with zero reps, so <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. strong. Yeah, nice, strong uh, commitment to the team there. Um, yeah. It's just, That's but right. then we've it, got all it, the it, wins by everyone else. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, but again, I was waiting to see what happened at Nova this week, yeah, and to see if like Snoke was still going to be a problem. And um, he is, and he is. So that will be the one to beat. All right, let's um, let's wrap it up there. We'll see you this weekend, Will, at the Epping Store Champs and everyone else that's going. If you're uh, around Australia and you've got a Store Champs on the weekend, let us know uh, so we can discuss it uh, next week on uh, Ambush. Other than that, uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and we will see you in the next episode. No worries. See you next week. <laughs>